more nervous in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Amy. Charlamagne Tha God, he's late again. That was my remix, yo. We, we heard. And happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day! Woo-hoo. Are you doing something um, positive and informative for Martin Luther King Day? I'm coming back from New Orleans. Oh, okay. I was trying to get out to San Antonio, but there was no flight to get me there in time for their parade that they do out there. You was going to go to parade? Yep. Really? Sure would. It's a big parade they have every year in San Antonio. Is that the parade we went to and they put us on the back of a used? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Why would you disrespect Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday like that? No, remember that we went to, we went on a parade and they put us. Was like... that in San Antonio, Envy? Where, where was That's that? That's our newest market. Well, where was it? Where... All right, Martin Luther, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, guys. <laughs> Enjoy. Do something positive. You know, at one time, they didn't let schools off in my neighborhood, but I think they allowed the schools to take the day off now. Like, like that was a big thing in my neighborhood. They didn't allow the kids off, and all the African-American parents were like, no, we want our kid to have off on Martin Luther King Day, so we actually took them out. Right, the symbolism of it. Come Absolutely. on now. Absolutely. Show some respect. Put some respect on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s name. Absolutely. Now, um, today we have uh, Little Duval. He's joining us this morning. Duval. And also Sparkle from Surviving R. Kelly. Yes, Sparkle, straight out of Chicago. She's also a recording artist, so we'll kick it with her as well. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. When we come back, we have Get It Off Your Chest, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Michael Jackson from Jacksonville, Florida. That's your real name, Michael Jackson? That's my real name. That's I called him this mother three times now. That's dope. I ain't mad at you. All right, get it, get it off your chest, MJ. Very simple, man. I just want to give the biggest love shout out I ever could to my girl. Her name Aww. is Michelle. And you ain't do nothing wrong. You just want to show love. I ain't did nothing wrong. She ain't did nothing there wrong. You go. We in love like two birds in a tree. Like what? Two what in a tree? <laughs> two birds. Two birds. Man. Oh, two birds in a tree. She doesn't want to be a bird. She said. That's funny. But anyway, I love her. I love her. No, no one has ever loved me the way she does. Oh, that is so sweet. Oh. What you get it for Christmas, though? <laughs> I can't tell you that. Oh, all right. Wow. I mean, Christmas passed. Why can't you tell us? Hey, no, nah, I can't tell you about all that. None of y'all didn't. Damn. <laughs> all right, man. Bye, man. Sounds like it was a D in a box. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Brandy from Hampton, Virginia. How y'all doing? H U Hampton, 757. Get it off your chest, mama. I'm just calling to tell y'all that I love the show. It's my second time getting through, and I tried for months. I want to thank God for my life, my kids, my family. Things are beautiful. Things are looking up, and we will get it. All right. You are so right. I can't believe that she's been trying and only got through twice, and Trav gets through every day. Well, thank you for listening, mama. Because once again, Trav comes through the back door. Hello, who's this? Portia. Hey, Portia, get it off your chest, mama. I want to get off my chest that um, I put on social media. I purchased something from the local Fashion Nova. 
Uh-oh. And they still ain't giving me my credit. And I um, whoa, whoa, edit Cardi whoa. B. Whoa, stop. I need you to stop what? for a second. There's a local Fashion Nova? I thought Fashion Nova was only on social you know, media. It's locally online. <laughs> what? It's locally yeah. online. <laughs> How is it local? Okay, about? all right. And all right. I know That's y'all seen my DM telling y'all to um, get it off my chest by me because I added Cardi B. And asked her to help me out with her um, street credit. And I, I ain't getting nothing back. Well, Why? Cardi B probably didn't see it because she has, like, you know, know. thousands of people hitting her up. And Cardi B don't own Fashion Nova, boo. Why are you adding Cardi B? You should be I adding know, the people of Fashion she's Nova. Sponsor. She sponsored. She got to look out for the she people. She just felt like maybe she's Cardi sponsored. B would have a little more clout. My goodness. Well, sorry you didn't get your Fashion Nova dress, Mama. Jamie. Hey. How are you guys doing this morning? Are we good, Jamie. Get it off your chest, Mama. Okay, I want to apologize to my husband, Gordon. I tried to let him be blamed for what I did, and I just want to say that I was wrong. We, of course, you guys know we live in Alaska, and when it gets negative, we have to plug our cars in. And there's an extension that you run from the car into the, the heating pole where you plug it in. Uh-huh. Well, later on that, that night, he bought me a brand new car for our anniversary. That's nice. And he asked me later on that night, Jamie, where's the extension to the plug so I can plug the car in? And I told him... <laughs> Don't ask me. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I never unplugged the car. Uh oh. So what happened when I backed out? Oh my it, god. I must have lost it somewhere on the road. It, <laughs> so you. So you pulled off with the plug still in the car. <laughs> the plug was. In oh the my pool. goodness. Well, some people and run off on the plug. You drove off on the plug. <laughs> yeah, you pretty baby. much it did. happens. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Gordon. I love you. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Is it hard to find a plug in Alaska? I'm no, sure. it's not hard to find. They're just expensive. Okay. Oh, the plug is expensive. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, you, you got to find a plug expensive. with better prices, boo. There you go. You know? And, and now it's negative 47. So, so it's hard to get the plug. Necessary. Listen, find you a plug with better prices. Maybe it's somebody in a neighboring state got it for cheaper. I doubt Nobody plugs in their car but us. You know what you should do? You should call the local police station there and say, hey. I'm missing the plug. Yeah, me and my plug, you know, I don't have the same connect no more. I'm looking for a new plug who got cheaper prices. You think you know anybody? Right, so I can go to jail because they'll think I'm crazy? You do sound a little crazy, though. But we love you, though. All right, I love you guys, too. You have a great morning. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it, pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, man, like I to the last person, closure is a scam. Don't text them, don't call them, don't, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, What is closure? Yeah, what's that? You know, you guys break up, you guys have a fight. Oh, like, let's talk about it, let's work it out now. If you guys break up, this for... Just drop it. Move on. Don't what happened to you? He's definitely hurt. Well, yeah, no, what happened to there's you? There's no such thing as closure. Uh, pretty much. Um, been with the been with the girl for a while. Oh. Uh, her cheating, and yeah, man, I, I, I'm done with that. So you wanted closure? He's hurt. Nah, nah. She wanted closure. And, well, yeah, I guess both of us wanted like uh, a mutual goodbye, but. It, it ain't happening. There's no such I, thing as closure, man. You either with it or you're not. Clearly, y'all not it, no more. I, I'm sorry it, you got it, your feelings hurt, boo. Yeah, I'm sorry, boo-boo. 
Well, congratulations yeah, to the honestly. guy. Congratulations to the guy that had sex with your girl, though. Oh, I stop it. Oh, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I, yeah, it's I good, right? Oh, he's hurt. She got good poo poo. Somebody got to get it, even and, if it's not you. No, guess that's closure then. And it's okay to be hurt, okay? It's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Yo, at that man on Twitter, tell him congratulations. He banging a good one, all right? Damn it, man. Just not good for you. You guys are not helping. Hello, who's this? Hello, it's Rachel. Hey, Rachel, get it off your chest. I was calling to say I am so blessed this morning. My new interactive children's book is climbing the charts on Amazon. Okay, congratulations. What's the name? What's the name of the book? It's called Amber's Magical Savings Box. It teaches kids about earning and saving money, giving those millionaires a head start on their road to financial freedom. How is it interactive? Oh, that's dope. Well, the kids have to write their financial dreams and goals inside the back of the book. They follow Amber as she earns money for this magical toy she wants to buy, and they have to kind of like walk along with her in this journey. All right. That's good, teaching kids the value of uh, how to save and and spend. What's the name of the book again? I'm going to look it up. Amber's Magical Savings Box. It's in honor of my niece, Amber, we lost at the age of three. Mm-hmm. So it's for ages three to eight-year-olds just to get them started. It's a few um, that can do savings journals in the back of it and everything. Okay. Thank you, Mama. All right. I like Thank that. Thank you. Hello. Who's this? Yo, it's your boy. We don't know you. Yeah, what? I don't know who this who is. is. <laughs> it's your boy, Franco, man. What y'all mean? Y'all forgot about me already? Hey, uh-huh. Franco. But I got to get it off my chest, man. <laughs> you know, your boy's going in for a drug test today, and your boy might fail, so. <laughs> I can tell already. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Drop with the clues, Bobs, for my boy, Franco. Oh, no, no, Franco. <laughs> Franco's high Come right on, now. Franco. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We gotta get, we gotta get serious. Are y'all, are y'all N-words hiring up there? No. Nah. Definitely not you. Uh. <laughs> Listen, I love your, I love your, I love your, uh, I don't know what I would call it, but I love it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I love the dope. fact that you're just accepting the reality of the situation. Are you on probation? No, I'm not. Just gonna get fired. What kind of drugs you do? Franco. Oh, now, Franco? We, now you're not our boy anymore? No. I'm gonna be honest with you. Franco's I like boy. Franco's attitude because that's my attitude in 2019. You just gotta be willing to accept the things that you cannot control. And I mean, I guess you could control failing a drug test, but after you're high and you've already smoked, hey, you can't. All right, that was Get It Off Your Chest, 800-585-1051. When we come back, Andrew Gillum will be joining us. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. My guy, Andrew Gillum. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Good morning, y'all, and happy New Year. Good to see all, all three of y'all, plus the crew. Absolutely. And um, you know, good to be back in New York, although I wish it was warmer. What are you what are you doing here? We do too. Yeah, I are know we, it, right? Are we still I counting votes out there, I man. What's going oh. on? Man, shut up. I'm serious. They never said they never said anything. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. They're so late. Yeah, that's done. He's here to announce his exploratory campaign. <laughs> yeah, not a chance. Yeah, not a chance. No, no, no. No, that part is over, y'all. But um, uh, the good news is, and I'm sure y'all probably followed this, but in Florida, 1.4 million former felons returning citizens now have the right to vote. Amendment 4. In the state of Florida. Amendment 4 That's did amazing. pass. Yeah. Um, and it can be, you know, um, it's not a panacea. It doesn't solve everything because we still got challenges out there. But... Can you imagine, I mean, I don't know if you saw any of the images, but if you all go back to to the 8th of January and just look at some of the images coming out of Florida where you saw, you know, grown men dressed in their Sunday best Mm -hmm. showing up at the supervisor's office to go register to vote. And these guys coming out saying, 
you know, I feel whole for the first time in my life. Or I, I feel seen or, you know, any of that. I mean, it was it, Jacksonville, Orlando, Miami. I mean, Tampa, all over uh, Tallahassee, all over the state of Florida, that kind of dignity being restored. The right to vote doesn't completely capture what was happening in that moment mm-hmm. for so many of those folks. And so that's that's powerful. I'm looking forward to um, I'm looking forward to doing what I can do to help make sure that the folks recognize that this isn't just about the right to vote, but the power to organize. And it's so that, ironic that people that have the right to vote don't, don't vote it. sometimes yeah, right. and don't yeah. understand the power in that. That's right. Now, Andrew, do you think yeah. you lost the election fair and square? Um, I, th- th- what I would take responsibility for is that in my state, when you win, you can't just win. You got to win big. Um, and the failure to win big, given the structural barriers that are there, right? The fact that you could have tens of thousands of voters who requested an absentee ballot, completed the absentee ballot, put it in the mail, likely put a stamp on it because all uh, uh, um, uh, supervisors don't allow for free mail back of ballots. Um, And then it got to the supervisor of elections office and somebody who is untrained, who is not a signature expert, looked at a signature that was on that ballot and said the W in this signature doesn't match the one from four years ago and therefore I'm going to invalidate your entire ballot. Wow. Tens of thousands. That a study was, it's crazy. crazy. But crazy. but let me tell you more crazy is that in 2017 the University of Florida presented produced a study that showed in Florida for ballots that are rejected over signature, seven out of ten are people of color. Wow, that's wow. Yeah. Seven wow. out of ten. But I don't think anybody's signature is the same. I, I know my signature is not the same from four or five come years on. ago. Definitely not. Come on, man. I've, I've been elected. Yeah, you know, I was elected almost 15 years and signed God knows how many documents. And I can tell you right now that my signature was never the same, um, you know, completely from year to year on those things. It evolved. But but that's just one example. Take, you know, another of, you know, six, seven thousand ballots being stuck. In a post office, ballots that were completed, mailed on time, postmarked on time, but didn't get counted because they didn't arrive by Election Day, in spite of the fact that there were recounts, still did not get counted because they wouldn't count it because it didn't show up at the supervisor of elections office by Election Day through no fault of the voter. Uh, him or herself. So that's voter suppression, though, right? Oh, well, it's real voter suppression. Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, what? I, as I tried to talk to people uh, post the election, that voter suppression has evolved from. Uh, fire hoses and and dogs and barricades in front of a voting booth. Um, it is much more sophisticated. We saw it in Georgia. Georgia was, you know, in more overt ways. But in Florida, the reason why it didn't look so controversial is because it's the law in my state. What are some wow. solutions right. moving forward? Well, we got to We got to change. I mean, the, 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 I understand that I ran under the rules that existed. Right. And so I try not to go back and, you know, complain in that way. But what I will tell you. Um, we have got to update the election system. Mm-hmm. Why is it um, that you can reject somebody over signature? Um, we have got to revise and relook at the signature law in my state. Um, uh, if you complete your ballot and it is postmarked by election day, that ballot ought to be counted. Period. Enough said. Um, we had to go to court to get uh, precincts on college campuses. It ought to be automatic. If you, Why would we make it harder for a concentrated group of people who spend the majority of their day in a singular place that you got to fight to have them get access to the to the, to the the ballot box? Um, we got to change that. All right, we have more with Andrew Gillum. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Andrew Gillum in the building. Charlamagne? You know, you're, you're a very classy guy, AG, but in your gut, do you know you won? My mama says I won. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Listen, I told my mom, I was like, you can't say that outside of here. But she, baby, I don't care what they say. You won this thing. I'm like, I am. But there are some Thanks, wins mom. when you think about it, right? Because yeah. now you're on this really international stage yeah. of people that are like, Andrew Gillum should run for president. Mm. And there's a lot of things that can be done with the attention that people have on you now mm. just from this election because it was something that nationally everybody was paying attention to. And maybe people that hadn't heard you speak before are now more aware of you and your policies. No, I mean, I so first of all, my faith teaches me to have to see the glass half full, right? <laughs> regardless of, you know, regardless of, you know, the turmoil I kind of, you know, put myself through following the election. Um, but when you know better, you're supposed to do better. Mm -hmm. What I know better now um, is that, and I've known it before, but now I've got to take some responsibility for doing this work myself, is that you just can't keep showing up in communities that have felt like this process hasn't worked for them ever. They haven't seen it work for them ever. Um, I don't want anybody to walk away thinking that their vote doesn't matter, that it doesn't, this process doesn't matter. Like, that's not what the lesson is from this. Mm -hmm. The lesson is, is that every vote matters and you got to change this thing for yourself. I can't do it for you. Uh, my supporters, the people who funded our, they can't do it. You got to do that for yourself. So if anything, we got to renew our commitment to this process, to our communities, to our neighborhoods, to our streets, to our individual homes to say, I'm going out to vote to change this thing for me, for my family, for my neighborhood, for my street. Uh, until we do that, we're going to keep losing these elections. And there's no nobody to blame but ourselves at, at that point. How has the government shutdown really affected Florida? Well, I mean, we 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 heard about know. the airport. Well, I mean, it, it, and by the way, federal government's hand is 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 huge. It's not just Washington D.C. It's here in New York. It's in Florida. It's all over. Um, I you know I, I feel it when I walk through the airports. Uh, I was jumping on the plane yesterday, and these are TSA agents that are showing up without pay right. and with no sense of when they're going to get paid, by the way. And with their own responsibilities and bills to take care of at home. And, and so the stress of that, right, the stress of not knowing any of that by itself, then you got government contractors. These are people who are not official employees of the federal government, but their entire work is federal. It's mm. government work, except they're th uh, through private uh, contractors who aren't getting paid either. Um, um, the, the impacts on that are tremendous. The stress for those families, um, we got to be a little bit more generous with ourselves and, and moreover, we got to activate to get this government to do its job, right? I mean, the president throwing a temper tantrum and in so doing, keeping nearly 800,000 people from getting paid out of work, uh, impacting the economy by the tune of billions um, it's unacceptable. This is not adult behavior. This is not what you do with the most powerful nation I don't understand how, how he's allowed to do that. I mean, I know he's the president of the United States, sure. but how can you just say, you know what, I don't like this, I'm shutting the government down. Like, that shouldn't be allowed. He's the president. It should, but <laughs> it shouldn't be allowed, not in a democracy. That's a dictatorship. Like, it shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, I mean, look, y'all, this is a system that we have. Um, uh, the truth is, is that it's not just the president that's allowing this to happen. You got Mitch McConnell in the Senate who runs what comes before the Senate. If there was a vote right now in the Senate of the United States, even though it's majority Republican, to reopen the government, it would pass. And I would argue it would pass unanimous, I mean, near unanimously. The problem is, is the Republicans have no spine. They've allowed this man to literally come in and take their party hostage, and all of them are victim to it. Uh, they won't speak up. They won't push back. They won't hold them accountable. 
They won't even open the government for their constituents who are right now at home suffering because of their lack of a spine. And he's trying to do this in time for the election, thinking that the wall was something that he promised that he wants to make good on. Yeah. Well, his people love symbols, though. So, I mean, yeah, if he did get that wall up, they probably would vote for him again. They probably would, but y'all, we all know that that's a farce. I mean, somebody, I saw this meme the other day, America builds a wall and Mexico builds a ladder, right? Like a staircase to to go over. (laughs) Like, we know that what Trump is selling on this thing is a lie. Illicit drug entry into this country is coming through legal borders, um, uh, largely, overwhelmingly. The fact that uh, the drug addictions and the epidemic that's taken over the country as it relates to drugs is fentanyl, and fentanyl is coming from Asia in, in huge tankers. It's coming through normal ports of entry that are supposed to be checked, but they can't even be checked right now because federal government employees are off work. Ooh, and then right. oh, let's get that fentanyl so through. They through. They sending that through crazy now. I mean, it's it, but but that but y'all know. I mean, that that's yeah. where a lot of the epidemic, the drug epidemic in this country, is concentrated. A lot of overdoses right now. happening because of fentanyl. A lot They're of putting it in the cocaine. People sniffing cocaine. And absolutely, absolutely. So the, the truth around you know the the drug crisis in this country is the legal borders and the legal entry of drugs uh, into the country. Um, This border stuff is simply a play to get Trump's most loyal supporters to say that you don't have what you need because of those people, because of brown people. It's racist. Uh, It's completely uh, open and overt. Racism. And most of the people that are illegal immigrants are people who stay overstay their visa. Completely, that, that's the overwhelming number. The At, completely, I mean, the and if you look at the charts, I mean, uh, uh, immigration through the border in this country has been on like a sharp decline since the start of the Obama administration, and quite frankly, uh, a bit before that. Drug entry. We haven't had major migration across the border in this country for nearly twenty years, mm-hmm. right? So What's it, this battle it's made up, right? It's made up, y'all. Um, some people are throwing their hat in the ring for yeah. the 2020 uh, election. Um, who do you like so far? And is there a potential for you? Because I keep hearing your name. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm totally <laughs> hanging out in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, but we're happy, man. You know, the hey, best man. thing to come out of this was that we have a new one of a, a, a new great black leader in the Democratic Party. I appreciate that. You know man. What I, mean? I appreciate it. And I appreciate y'all for always um, really balancing uh, the demand and the need for, you know, giving people pop culture and information, but at the same time balancing what they absolutely have to know about politics and how to how to impact the process. So thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. All, all right. right. Well, it's Andrew Gillum. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. If you want to slander the Breakfast Club, call us right now. Hello, who's this? This is Miss Friday. Angela, we love y'all. Envy, I love you too. But Envy, yes. I've got to let you know from your social media, we all see how you've been getting money. And we respect the hustle. But the Christmas <laughs> pictures, they were a little taunting in reference to other people that are not out here getting it like you. I would have rather you showed us ways and different things other than flipping the houses on how to give back and take care of our families for the communities. Also, Envy, you seem to be a little biased. Like, you're riding this Cardi B train, but you don't show Nikki no love. 
I love Nikki. I love Cardi B too. But I do. If you follow my Instagram, you see that I talk about my toys for my, my toy drive. I talk about the Thanksgiving drive that I do and the, the mentoring. And I also try to help people to learn how to make money, not just put money in their face. I, I do the real estate. I do a whole bunch of things. So if you would follow me and stop looking at that, maybe you see other things it's as well. Oh, I'm waiting for that beige curve. I'm, 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 I'm waiting for that beige turn. She he says she loves you. She says she loves you. But I knew the beige was going to come out. I know it's coming. I, I, I'm trying to teach you. If you just listen and just watch. Oh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to teach you. I was waiting for the page raised to make know. an appearance. It's not. It's, 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 it's not. That's funny to you? It's hilarious. All right. Nelson, good morning. Hey. Good morning. You want to slander Charlemagne? I want to slander Charlemagne and you. Oh, go ahead. Let's go. Hi, Nelson. Start off kind of positive. I want to just start off by saying I love the show now, and I appreciate what y'all doing. But I appreciate y'all changing with the climate change, you know, society-wise. But look, there was this one specific show where Charlemagne, this is where your slander come in, where you masturbate on your knees. Now, look, that's not, that's, hey, that's your thing. It ain't my thing, whatever. But during that session, DJ Envy asked Angela Yee, after Angela Yee talked about and shamed Charlemagne for doing that, he said, Angie, do you masturbate like that? And she said, oh, that's not none of, my, that's not none of your business. I think that's inappropriate. How are you going to find that inappropriate <laughs> after you talked about them masturbating? But when somebody says something to you about anything, you're like, oh, I got a boyfriend. Oh, uh, that's inappropriate. I can't imagine I said that's you? inappropriate. I'll have to look back at that. But... I didn't bring up the whole masturbating on my knees. He brought that up on his own free will. But you partook in the conversation, and you should have done it all the way. You know what I'm saying? Charlemagne, <laughs> uh, I got an issue with you. You, you, you. I feel like when, come on now. I feel like when <laughs> it's the issue with women, you try to, like, overdo it. Like, oh, women are like, okay, women trying to be equal, that's great. But you make it to where <laughs> they're over God, us. Crazy. If, you, if we're going to be equal, be well, equal. We are over you. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if you know or not, but uh, <laughs> women are the CEOs of my life. They are. Okay, I think God could possibly be a black woman. Uh, so I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I know my wife runs my life. My mother runs my life. All my homegirls run my life. I don't know what you're talking about. My daughters run my life. Sorry. Daytria. Daytria is in the building representing Virginia. Good Woo-hoo! morning. Good morning. Good morning. You want to slander ye? You know, every time I hear yeast, I think ye, I think of yeast. I hate the name. I can deal with Angela. She, she didn't make that <laughs> um, Angela I yeast. I don't know. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't make that name, mama. And by the way, you eat yeast every day. She has a yeast infection, ye. Be sensitive to her. Okay? Clearly, she <laughs> no, has a yeast no, infection. Her name, her name sounds itchy, and I just hate it. That's All right. That yeast infection I'll, I'll got, change my mom. name to Angela Monistat. That... Le- that, that, that <laughs> Angela Monistat. <laughs> that left wall of hers is itching so crazy right now. So you got to be you're sensitive to our That's callers. That's inappropriate. Andrew. <laughs> hey, good morning. Who you want to slander, sir? DJ Envy, I got to slander you real quick. I got a problem with, like, how insecure you are. Uh, so, like, when Angela Yee... Awesome, Issa Rae. When Angela, Yee, when Angela Yee goes on vacation, right, you do the, you, you do the, uh, the rumor report. When Charlemagne goes on vacation, you let the community do Donkey of the Day. But when you go on vacation, you still try to do that DJ Envy. You should let me do uh, a Yee Mix. People's Choice. Why don't you let somebody else do the Yeah, I've done right, the Yee Mix a couple of times. And huh? He, Issa Beige. He actually did it. He did it, the Yee Mix. Andrew. Yeah. You're right. I'm insecure. I'm not going to let nobody come here and do my mix. Issa Beige. Matter of fact, I don't even want to give somebody that, that thought. I don't even want anybody to think about that. 
The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Yo, it's your boy Le Duval. Wake your punk ass up. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. <clears throat> we have platinum recording artists. The king of R&B. <clears throat> Let's be clear oh, about this. Right king of Come on. The king of R&B is Uh-oh. in the goddamn Uh-oh. building. Not number, no one on the, number one on the charts. Okay. <laughs> Keep it going. The Come king on. of R&B for this generation. Come he on. was born four generations ago. Come on. Yeah, there you go. All right. There you go. Lil Duval. There you go. Duval. Come chance on hairs. now. You see the chance hairs? No. It's, it's chance hairs all 2019. Come on. They say you couldn't do it again. They, they said I couldn't do it again. They say you was a one-hit wonder. They said I was a one-hit wonder. And here I go. Pull up. Pull up. <laughs> Even though you've been giving them one every year. I've been giving them one every year, but we got pull up now. You know, we doing everything. We got pull up. We got living my best life tour. We just living, baby. Now, is it true that you um you you will take the stand for Ty Dolla Sign in order to pay for the feature? No, pull up? no, wow. no. Hell no. Oh, hell no. Okay. Ty gonna be all right. He, they just want some money from him. That was it's nothing major. I don't think it's a little coke. He just got caught with a little, little personal coke. What kind of star don't do coke? <laughs> Not me. There's a picture online. With some coke on your oh, nose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wilding. That was just funny. I was being a comedian. You know. That was 10 years ago. That was 10 years coke ago. Coke is a joke? Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a joke just having fun. Because I always want to snort <laughs> because they look like they be having a good time when they be on that coke. But That's I'm scared I'm going to die. That's Listen, how it started. Yeah, I don't want to die. Here's a secret I didn't want to say. We was all on drugs back then. So all them wild tweets you used to see. No, we were... I wasn't on drugs. Don't try to. <laughs> no, nah, right, yeah, you used to do. them old tweets. No, I wasn't. I wasn't on no drugs. I just started smoking weed three years ago. Which you know, I don't drink. You know, well, I'm just living my best life. Well, we also heard that that you actually got your style and everything from Soldier Boy. My style, everything the way. Soldier you... Boy. Yeah. I got my style from Soldier Boy. Soulja. Okay. Don't make <laughs> so that up. Soulja Boy can't make hits like me. He Come didn't on. say that. Soldier Boy didn't say that. Envy made that up. You sure? Come on, I'll go off now. Soldier Boy was definitely on the internet before you. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he no, he wasn't. Was. Come on now. YouTube it. He was. Come Why on. y'all don't want to give Big Soldier his credit? Come on, bro. I remember when Soldier Boy came up. No, you didn't. Yes, I do. How? I remember. How? I know Miami Mike. I know College Park. Okay, so what you, you know, know is correct. I remember when they signed them. I remember how he blew up, truth be told. To be real with you, I how remember. How he blew so- up? He blew up off, this, off, a, off a viral video with these kids called Cash Camp. They did a dance to to Superman, and that went viral. And then so you that were watching viral, him online for a while. Because I was already online. But he, you said, blowing I up. was already doing skits. He said you wanted to be in this video. <laughs> no, no. What happened was College Park. <laughs> now, I'm being real with you. No, no. So you did it. Okay. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Okay. The whole story was he had a video shoot. Right. College Park hit me up and said, hey, man, we shooting a video for my young dude, this, that, whatever. I came through. Mm. And that's the only reason. And I wore one of his shirts. I got, it's probably a, a picture online where it says, Soldier Boy, tell him. I had one of his shirts. I was supporting the young so dude. So he was his son. <laughs> no, he was wow. my son. If you had his shirt on, no, that means you had his shirt. Don't you support your kids? When you support your kids? Come on. All this my kids. These are facts. I'm 41. These are facts. How did your kids, shorty? Come on, man. Y'all know who was here. I'm just playing, bro. But I'm serious. Bro. I got a new song called Pull Up. Pull up! Come on. Matter of fact, let's play it. I want to play it. Y'all ever had somebody premiere their song on, on the show? All the time, all the time. Yeah, no, it's not it. like this. It's, just, not a, like it's this. just a radio it show. It wouldn't be a premiere. We I mean. played it last week. Y'all did? Yeah, yes. It's not a premiere. We played it a couple did, times this week. But was I here? No. No. Play it. So you don't want to talk about that you get your song played? Play it. <laughs> but it's not just one. It's like 70, 80. 70, 80? Yeah, we on in 90, Marcus. Who counting? Let's do a real interview now. Okay, come on. So is there pressure for you to have another number one hit song after you've had one? 
Nah, because I just do it for fun. I, I just try to put out that that vibe out there. I'm not trying to be the best singer. I'm not trying to be the best rapper. I'm just being Duval, putting out that energy, putting out that love, putting out that happiness, putting out that joy. Oh, so you the king of R and energy? Yes. Oh, oh that's hard. Oh, I'm gonna tweet that. <laughs> king of R and so no, king of R and vibes. Rhythm nah, and vibe. R and energy. Yeah, R and I don't energy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The what king happened of R to the remix? Energy. I thought we were getting a remix to live in my best life. Nah, I said if Will Smith don't do it, I ain't doing no remix. So what happened with Will Smith? He didn't no, do it. No, he, <laughs> didn't do it. <laughs> he didn't do it. He didn't do it. We thought like it was coming. Yeah. You thought it was gonna happen. Nah, I had I had inside words from a couple people telling me he want to do it, he gonna do it. So I was like, all right, if he do it, it's cool. If he didn't, I ain't gonna be mad at him. He was vibing to it on his grand one yeah, day. He was though. vibing to it. Everybody vibes to it. Charlie means your hype man today. I'm always his hype. He's always my man. That's what your boy. I do. If your boy ain't hyping you up, get you a new homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> I read that in the meme. <laughs> Did you ever meet Oprah? I see Oprah vibing to Man, too. Oprah, Oprah been been curving me since I tried to hit up in the DMs. You really wouldn't know? No. Nah, Oprah hit me. Uh, well, she she left a comment. When she left a comment, I no, was that like, wasn't. That was Own Magazine. Same thing. You know, no, it's wide open. A win no, is a not. win. It's Stop hating. Don't steal my joy. Come on, win. It's, it's, joy. Come on, win. Win. it's her magazine. No. It's her magazine. When she said, when they left that comment, I was like, there is a chance. There you go. So I was DMing her all the time. She never replied. So you think that Oprah DMs from the Oprah Magazine account? I was waiting to see if it said scene. If it said scene. Oh, you was DMing Oprah? No, I was DMing. I was like, hey, boo, just saying hello every morning. Good morning, beautiful. <laughs> and it never saw scene? Nah, it never said scene. So we expect everything. I think she saw it. You know how you see it, uh, but you don't, you you don't, don't open it. You don't open it. Oh, yeah. She probably put her on airplane that. mode and then looked at it. Speaking of airplanes, you just bought two of them. Who, me? Look wait at God. Minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, you can put your, your phone on airplane mode? Oh, I ain't tell y'all about that. Oh, my God. What, what are you yeah, talking about? What you mean? Like, if you want to look at the DM and they don't see you look at it, you just put it on, put it on airplane mode, close it out, and look. Are you sure that works? It worked for me. People say they ain't, they, they like, you don't never look at my stuff. I say, I do. Oh. <laughs> Yo, this guy is crazy. What about them two planes you just bought, though? You bought though? two planes? Come on, now. Two Tell planes. me about one. Now, another one? He got yeah. two. Listen now, I don't want y'all to think I'm out here Super Bowling and nothing like that. Mm -hmm. About two small planes. One Whoa. of them I bought to, to learn how to fly. The other one I bought to work in. To, to, to go with my tour, living my best life tour this That's year. That's amazing. So they're not drones, they're actual planes. No, nah, they're real planes, <laughs> man. They small. The, the first one's small, like 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 Obama plane. But it, but it, <laughs> yeah, but it's a good plane. Though. Does that That's, scare you? No, we've been flying. We've been flying most of our career. Haven't you been flying? You've been flying on big planes. So, it's so you know different. how to fly the plane. Your actual. Pilot. I'm learning. I'm learning. It's just like when I started scuba diving. I didn't get my, my certification until like two years after. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't recommend nobody else do that, but as, I learn as I go. That's how Sheesh. I'm doing. Now, we can expect most of your songs to be this good, fun, positive energy vibe. Yeah, a feel-good vibe. That's what I try to do. That's what we pull up. Pull up, everybody tell me, like, I'm the life of the party. I bring joy to the world. So that's what this song about. Well, introduce, a party the going introduce the record. Introduce the record. The name it. of the song is called Pull Up hey. featuring, featuring Ty Dolla Sign. <laughs> It's a loving, joyful song. All right, Play let's it. get into it right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Just don't bring All right, that was Little Duval Come with on. Pull Up. Come you know, on. You know what to really take that song. record to the next level? What? A feature from Soldier Boy. Nah, I'm good. Right now? Come on <laughs> now. Soldier Boy? Soldier. Soldier? 
like a remix. Soldier, Big Draco. Pull out. Come on, nah, I can't do it. I'm, I'm good. I like, <laughs> I like the joy gas on it. I'm thinking about putting, putting the rap on there. Who y'all think I should put on there? Soldier. No, a real rapper. Who y'all think? <laughs> no, okay. Keep playing oh, with Soldier now. Soldier gonna be on your ass on the ground. Here come the, um, the videos. Come on, come on. But make sure you put pull up in the song in the background. Now, uh, rest in peace to the Kool-Aid. Yeah, rest in peace to my man Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid, Kool I mean, it affected me, but it affected me with because I had time to plan for it. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been knowing Kool-Aid for, like, uh, 17 years, and um, he found out he had cancer, like, five years ago. And so the last year, that's when he came out. So we we already, we was already preparing ourselves for it, but even when you prepare for it, you're still... You still feel feel a certain type of way, but I don't feel no hurt from it because I knew it was going to happen, and I, and I think he was here for as long as he was supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. But I just blessed that because I, believe it or not, I really believe I met God through him. Really? Yeah. You've always had a strong relationship with God, so explain. I just felt like I met God through him because just everything, how it, how it played out, how everything happened, and and just like when I, when I went to him on his deathbed and how we just the... The situation when we was talking and I mean well he wasn't when talking. When did Kool-Aid pass? In uh December. December. Mm -hmm. December I don't know. December. Oh, cry. It's okay, man. No, I mean I I cry, but I don't cry Not because I'm hurt. I, see, I cry because I see you posting so much. I, I didn't know. I, I honestly didn't know. I just seen you post the other day talking about when he was in, in the bed and he was like, You guys are talking about your life is so bad. Look at Kool-Aid, he found about oh, this. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, because that's that's where living my best life came from. That's where it was inspired so you from. You thought me. he was still alive? I honestly did. I saw so but, slow. but that's what I, that's what social media do. Like if I'm posting it, if I miss a post, I missed about. Yeah, I, we I, all I, I do. Know. But but the energy of him it seemed like he was still alive. Even in them posts I post, he was hurt. I mean, he was hurting. He was he could barely walk, do anything. But he was still living his best life. That's why I don't feel too sorry for people that complain about stuff. Because right. if he was happy like that, because as soon as he found out, we were like, all right, we finna live this live this until you stop. And mm -hmm. that's what we did. So that's why. I wasn't hurt from it because he did everything he wanted to do. Even at the end, I kind of knew he was going to go. And he kind of knew, but we didn't say nothing, but we knew what it was. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, I just felt like I was able to meet God and he put a lot of good stuff in me in that time that he oh. was here. All right. Yeah. Now, what's better, the comedy money or the music money? It ain't about the money with me. I'm just asking what's better. Hey, she ain't asked you that. Yeah, she asked you a simple question. Saying, no, I ain't seen, honestly, I ain't seen no, no music money yet. Not yet? No, I, not from the song. They say you're supposed to be performing. Money. Supposed I mean, from performing. Six months yeah. you usually start getting some money. It's been six months yet? I don't know. If it come, it come. Empire I mean, it's told gonna me come. that Smile Bitch has generated $35 million. Man, don't you go with them. No, I'm going to them soldier boy. Exactly. That's them soldier boy numbers. <laughs> millions of millions. It don't yeah, matter yeah. how many. It don't matter. Thirty million, two million, ain't no difference. <laughs> That's what soldier boy. It really say. ain't no difference on the gram. <laughs> nah, it ain't. You what can flex. I, I you can, can buy anything. Yes. With with two million that you can buy with thirty million, it ain't no difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I wouldn't say that. Well, most things. The flex on the Instagram. Yeah, on the yeah, gram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can buy all the jewelry, all yeah, the cars, yeah, rent the cars, get you a jet, rent yeah, that. I can put $100,000 in 50s on the gram right now and say it's a million and people will believe me. Yeah. Did you see that, that um, show when they showed the dude put... It, what's that show when they when they um the carjacking show the carjacking yes. show mm -mm. they put a bag of money in there yeah. and oh. the boys walk by and say that's twenty million dollars no they, no he didn't he, he said man it might be a billion dollars in that bag <laughs> a billion a billion a oh, billion they don't know they don't know the difference in money man these young kids stupid <laughs> <laughs> now uh, what what were your thoughts on the surviving R Kelly documentary and the reason I ask you because you have been on the internet for a long time mm -hmm. and you did a spoof. Uh, R. Kelly interview back in the day. Yeah. And um, do, do, do you feel like 
comedians should like stop making jokes about it after watching the documentary? No, but I think the documentary shows a reflection of society as a whole on what we're dealing with. And it's it's just like a you look in the mirror because everybody has something like that person in their life. To me, it's bigger than just messing with a young girl. I think it's just taking advantage of the weak. Mm-hmm. And and that can be any age. So we need to address that more than anything. And, and then if you address that, then that'll kill all that because that's all they're doing, trying to get somebody that's weak. And young people are, used, are easy to manipulate. So abuse of power. Yeah, it's abuse of yeah. power, any type of way. So it's it's bigger than just m- messing with young girls. To me, it's bigger than it's being... Just it's like manipulation and taking abuse of power. Of yeah, abuse of power, and that's what all they do. They 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 prey on the weak. If you prey on the weak, it's wrong, any type of way. And that's that's how I feel about all that. When we get that done, and all that stuff will trickle down the ecosystem and make it right. No, that's true. Because if you think of every power dynamic, racism is a power dynamic. It's white supremacy power. versus the minority. It's power. It's, it's all men, blended against women. in one. Yeah, it's all, it's all in one. So that's the issue, and that comes from just being the change you want to see, and just and just trying to. Put that into your own your own community, and then it'll trickle down into everything else. Now, wh- wh- ooh, that was good. Well, before you leave, that, that was good. good. That well, was good. That was good. Come on, that bro. was good. Now, come I ain't gonna on. Lie. And I ain't even think that was freestyle. <laughs> did you have a conversation with your daughter after it? Did you, did you have? A- no, I didn't. I think she's too young right now. How old is she? She she'll be eleven on the twenty seventh. Ah, uh, but you gotta start talking to you her now to about. Early. You don't have to talk to him about it because you know what happened with the arcade stuff. It made the young people that didn't know him know him. So the young girls that's chasing them young dudes, that made them turn them on. So you just opened up a whole nother Pandora box. I'm and you not even brought them up. Like, you got to kill people with silence. You got to ignore it. And then they'll die down. Because he was dying down. But not even, yeah. even aside from just R. Kelly, just a conversation about, listen, you got to talk to me about anything. The only thing I, I talked to her about, I did talk to her about human trafficking. That's worse to me. Lord have mercy. Like, you can't, you, can't, you can't even avoid that, especially like in Atlanta and stuff. They said they're so, cracking down on that for Super Bowl. You, it's impossible to crack down. Have you seen that movie about it? No, I'm you not know, with, with Laz Alonzo and all them, um, Deion Taylor um, mm-hmm. produced it, but it's really real. Like trafficking, you got certain cities in the, in America that the whole city has made their money off of trafficking, so they let it go. Is it that big in Atlanta? Yes. Really? Yeah, I didn't even realize, because you know you see the little signs in the airport that say, if you see somebody human trafficking, I'm, I didn't realize, like, they are really, it's like they just preying on the younger. What does that look like, though? What does human trafficking look like? I don't know. I think it's more so like I guess it's just making people aware because it uh, and it it didn't do it at first, but then after a while, I started putting two two together. So I guess it's like they had some they had some dude pulling up in the school bus going to kids, you know, and, and kids get really? on the bus and they God, keep, like it's, damn. That's what's real. That's a big issue, you know. But so that's what I talked to her about. Like the other stuff, I think a lot of stuff. The way I raised her, it'll kind of she won't have to deal with these these dudes. That's that's preying on young dudes because, I mean, preying young on young girl. girls because she got a she got a father figure for the most part. And she know, and, I, and the way I move, they follow by, people follow more than they listen. You know, you could talk to your kids all day, but they really go by what you do. So I try to be the be the example that I want her to see, be the type of dude that I want her to be with. What, what, what do you it's do? really that simple. All that talking, <laughs> did it work for y'all when y'all was young? My parents Some of it. To me about it. You know what it is? Later on in life. Later on in After life, you, you live, see you're like, damn, he was right. My dad was right. And my mom mm-hmm. was right. But a lot of stuff that, that stuck with me from my family was stuff that they did. Like, like I have to eat at a table just because I was raised like that. It wasn't she told me. It's just we always did it. So a lot of stuff was was by the action she did more so than what she said. Mm-hmm. So that's what I try to do when I, with my daughter. All right, we have more with Little Duval. When we come back, don't move. Just the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Little Duval is here. Charlamagne. If you was Kevin Hart, how would you have handled that Oscar situation? Like I said, but told him before, you you care too much. He care way too much about stuff that don't really matter at the end of, in his life. He looked distressed on this show the other day. He looked like he <laughs> so, tired of this. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> he tired of talking about it. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. He he's been running around doing a lot. I hosted a screen. Now that looked like more than just no, the, just the Oscars. Sleep. That looked like life. <laughs> that looked like he tired of everything. He looked like he tired of working. <laughs> he need to come down to my house and chill and vibe. <laughs> Which house? Either one. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Y'all keep trying to throw this money stuff out. You got it. I don't promote you money like that, man, because the you money... You don't promote money? We just see you take a picture in front of your private plane. It's like my plane. Just bought another That's plane. That's a little plane. And they was killing me about my La Bama plane. I, I don't care about that because I don't... I do it to inspire people to get more... Well, with that, I try to get more people in the aviation and flying more because from what I've seen, I've seen a whole nother world since I've been getting in the flying planes. Like, a lot of people do it, and we ain't doing it. Right. So it's like, we probably need to get more into flying. And it actually... But isn't it really expensive? No, it's I save money. That's why I say I use it for tour, because it might cost my plane six, $700 to fill up. If I put four people in it, I save money on Delta. I ain't got to pay Delta. But then don't you, you have to... Pilot, How you far can you fly, though? Yeah, you got to pay for a pilot, but it's still, if I'm spending... Two pilots, why do just need Like, one? if I got, like, five people with me... That's about $4,000 in itself, ain't it? If you fly first if, class. I mean, well, let's say $3,000 then. Right. Okay. That's still more than what I'm finna spend on flying my own plane. But how much does a plane cost? I mean, that costs. I mean, <laughs> how much is a pilot? You gotta pay, I mean, you gotta pay pilot, one pilot or two pilots. I'm saying for me, like it ain't for the average person, right. but for people, when you get to a certain certain level in your life where you can, it makes sense. Do you you know, and I can write your, it off in my business. You let people borrow your plane? No, I'm not that guy. I'm not an Airbnb. <laughs> how far can you fly in the plane? In mine, I can go about 500 miles. So, I mean, how long is that? What's, what's that about? Uh, About four and a half, five about hours. About four and a half hours. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, about four and a half. But mm -hmm. I ain't going to never go that far in that plane. I, if I got to go out west coast, I'm going to just fly regular plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but... But you got to pay one pilot or you got to have two pilots? In mine, that's another thing. I only got... That's why I got the plane I got because only one pilot got to fly it. I don't need two pilots because if you get a, a jet and stuff, you need two pilots. And that's more money. Right. So do you I'm rich broke. I know I know what I'm doing. I'm not no trying to ball and, and trying to stun. I do it to to show people there's other ways to to come up and make money and enjoy. And I like flying. Mm -hmm. do you I have like the vibe. Vision? Huh? Do you have twenty twenty vision? Yeah. I actually do I, I really to? do. Yeah. I don't, oh, do you? I don't know yet. I ain't took the test yet. I'm still learning. I'm learning how to take off, land, little stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna I'm eventually get to it. Now talk about this post you posted this morning. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Uh, you said no woman has all five. <laughs> One, the ability to know what they want to eat. Come on. Two, a father figure. Come on. Three, fire. Come on, fire. It's fire. 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 No R. Fire. Fire. Uh, four, don't want to be popular. Uh -huh. And five, common sense. Common sense. I was just with him at the last one just to piss him off. So you don't think no woman has all five of those? He's lying. This I don't plenty. think all women is hard. For, most most women, besides big girls, is hard for them to figure out what that's they want. True. To eat. What do you want? I don't know. I, want I don't know. Big. I don't know. Yeah. You know, you know, big girls know what's up. They know where all the restaurants are. No, I'm not talking bad on them. Cause they 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 show love. I'm. That was my goal for 2019. I want to have sex with a big girl. I've never you had, never had sex with a big girl. Nah. I like wax. That's wax specialty. Oh, wax oh, specialty. Like... Yeah, but the wax got curvy big girls. No, I don't like box built. Yeah, I don't like box-built girls. Like, I like curvy. Like, she looked like she used to be fine when she was young. You might not be able to handle a curvy big girl. 
I'm gonna try. <laughs> no, we got five women in here now. How do y'all feel about that list? What do you think? I think it's a lie. Which one you, you got? All those Which things. One? You got all. You got, of them? You, yeah, all of them. I'm. I'm you good. know what you want to eat? A mm -hmm. father figure. Mm -hmm. You got five. Of course. Okay. Uh, don't want to be popular. You, I'm you, chilling. Nah, you popular. You don't, that's but what I don't, you messed I, up. I, I be chilling. I you ain't got common sense, Angela. I don't try to be honest. Come on. All three of us are here. No. You should see our text thread. <laughs> we ain't got no goddamn text thread. Okay. <laughs> Taylor, what about you? I have a father figure. Okay. So that's it. So that's the only thing. That shit went straight to father figure. My dad in my life. That's one thing for sure. My dad there. No, you said father figure. Oh, father figure. That's she has right. a zaddy. A zaddy? That don't count. He f***ing you. That don't count. Anything with a Z and daddy, you I'm just kidding. Look, bro. Um, got five. Okay. That's hard for the fourth one. Don't want to be popular. That's right. Cause when that camera on, she could jump in in front of it. Yeah. No, you ain't. That's hey, real talk. No, no, no. She came over here so fast. Not, real she talk. Mic. That's she one of the, the reasons mic. why I don't like young girls no more. Cause every one of them that I've met want to be popular. See, every one of them. When you say popular, what do you mean by that? Just want to be in front of the camera. Like Just you wanna, right now. No, I'm asking a question, answering a question. All right. Um, what you, because so, I mean, I'm talking about my work, yes, I want it to be popular. Yes. You want your work to be popular. Yeah. But you don't want to be in front of the camera. If I go to your Instagram right now, you ain't got no thirst traps. Mad pictures. Come Listen, on. She come going on. to Aruba in March. Yeah, yeah. She talk. going to Aruba in March. Look at and you. she getting skinny now. Come on. You want to fly but with me calls, on my plane? She oh. calls herself fun size. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fun size. Huh? She calls herself fun size. Exactly. Fun size? How much you weigh? I'm looking for somebody like 200. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at? You one, 160? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 160? God damn. You, you weigh more than me. On camera with us two together, she gonna look about 160, 180 <laughs> next to me. I'm naked. She there. You're gonna be like, this Duval got a big bitch. You know? <laughs> Yeah, this crazy. interview ain't going right because y'all my friends. <laughs> and it's always. All right. Hey, I got a new song called Pull Up. I got a tour coming okay. out. Okay. I got Hold a tour. It, yeah. So Living Pull my Up best is life for tour. real because uh, you do want women to pull up on you because it's too cold to go outside. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, I pull up is just bring that. You you over there depressed over there. It's a party going over here. Only thing missing is you. Pull up. That's what it is. Oh, Come over here to this vibe. You. My goodness. Come on. You Ain't see how I nice. made it? Li li living my best life tour. When that start? That start on the 26th or 25th? 25th in Buffalo. I'll be in Buffalo. Then I go to Baltimore. Then I go to Columbus, Ohio. And then I forgot the other dates. But just go on Ticketmaster.com. You'll see all the dates. But what is this tour, though? You're singing you comedy? What you doing? It's Duval. If you, it, Duval is just... I'm trying to take it to where it used to be back in the day with the Rat Pack and just entertainment shows. Like, back in the day... Everybody did more than one thing, and that's what I think the next generation doing. They doing more than one thing. So they, you're like Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, I am Sammy Davis Duval. <laughs> Come on. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. So I'm doing comedy. I'm doing variety. I'm doing I'm doing stuff with the crowd, engaging the crowd. I'm taking like um, the 85 South show. I'm trying to. I got Carlos, uh, Miller, Carlos Chico Miller, Chico Bean. Bean. Shout out to them. I think they funny as hell, mm, and hilarious. I think they podcast it. So I'm just trying to bring a different element and entertainment. And enjoyment. I want you to leave my show and be like, I had a good time. You taking Andrew Schultz on today? Andrew Schultz. Shout out <laughs> Andrew Schultz. You know, I'm trying to take anybody. It ain't, and it ain't just voc focused on just comedians. It's just everything. And I might have surprise guests, you know what I'm saying, come out and perform, you know, so stuff like that. So just come out to the show.
All right. Well, we thank it's you better for, for you that. than it is for me because I'm here to entertain y'all. Duval just came here for us to play a song. That's it. We, I, we it talking again. too much. Play it again. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna get it on in the mix again. <laughs> no, no, play it again now. You don't want to put it in the mix. Nah, nah, you, that's that's what you tell the mother. <laughs> play mine right after this. Go off. I right, introduce it again. <laughs> put the camera back on me. How y'all doing? Little Duval, big Duval. I went from smile, bitch, to pull up. Playing that. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Donkey of the Day goes to a young rapper known as Famous Dex. Now, listen, young man, I'm not trying to disrespect you. Just want to give you a little game. I'm not taking any sides in this situation. I just feel that Famous Dex is overreacting, okay? See, Big Draco, a.k.a. DeAndre Cortez Way, a founding father of hip-hop, a godfather of hip-hop, commonly known to the world as Soldier Boy, was on The Breakfast Club, and he had this to say about Famous Dex. I started this internet. I started the wave. I'm the reason why these new artists get signed. I'm the reason why it's a little pump. I discovered Chief Keef. Any of these artists is hot right now. Rich the Kid used to sleep on my couch. Famous Dex, I was the first person to fly Famous Dex to L.A. He was stacks on deck money game before he signed the Rich the Kid. Now, I can't tell someone what to take offense to. I can't tell someone what to be disrespected by, but I don't feel as if Soldier Boy was dissing Famous Dex at all. Do you, Angela E? No. Do you, Envy? No. Okay, well, look, everybody has somebody who gave them their first opportunity, gave them their first look, gave them their first position. All of us have someone we can attribute our first taste of success to, that person who helped us get in the door. Hell, that person who might have just showed us where the door was, okay? We all got that one individual, everybody. So I don't understand what Famous Dex is mad about. Hell, even if Soldier just flew Famous Dex out and recognized his talent, you know, shouted him out, empowered him just by acknowledging him, that was cool. Okay, I didn't think it was nothing wrong with what Big Soldier said, but Famous Dex did, all right? Famous Dex took the Instagram live with a semiotic weapon of some sort to express his disdain for what Big Draco had to say. Let's hear it. You ain't put me on shit, bro. You just wanted to ride my way, nigga. Soldier boy, you better watch your mouth and start doing coke, bro. Because I'll come to you and I'll pop up and smack your ass, nigga. I'll with you, soldier boy, you want honey, but don't say, don't put my name in your mouth. Now, I tell y'all every day, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but how did Big Soldier saying he put Famous Dex on turn into him Instagram-gating a potential violent conflict with Soldier Boy? Like, Dex, come on, man. You're getting money, all right? You got a decent career going for you from what I can see. There's nothing Soldier Boy said on The Breakfast Club that warrants you being on social media with a chopper threatening violence. <laughs> Pull up for what? Pull up to do what? To throw your life away because Soldier Boy said he knew you before everybody else? I don't understand the logic. Okay, how about just pull up a chair and sit and enjoy the interview with Big Draco like everybody else? One, one thing I'm, you know, not even remotely trying to do in 2019 is cause issues between black men, especially young black men that are out here getting money. So I think it's very important to tell guys like Dex, bruh, you're tripping, tripping. All right, now I wish I would have saw this because I would have reached out to Soldier Boy and told him, don't even respond. And if you do respond, respond in a different way because Soldier Boy and Famous Dex got on Instagram live together. What do the young kids call it? Being on each other's lives? Live. Live. Lives. Lies. 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 Being on each other's lives. Okay, I don't know who invaded whose live 
uh, first, but this is Soldier Boy and Famous Dex arguing about absolutely nothing on IG Live. Christ, but instead of Jesus Christ nowadays, I'm going to say Soldier Beasy. Okay? Oh, my goodness. Because that's the real Lord and Savior. But, you know, uh, that exchange just shows me that arguing with a fool only proves that there are two. All right, seriously, let this be a teachable moment. We all have to be intentional with where we put our attention in 2019. My great friend, my partner, my homie, little Duval, told you in the book of Duval, chapter 1, verse 2, not to go back and forth with these n****s. And that exchange you heard was a prime example why. Okay, they say arguing with an idiot makes two of them. So, so, so sometimes you just got to leave people alone when it comes to certain subjects. And this is one of those times. Famous Dex should have just, just been left alone on this one. Famous Dex, I want the best for you. Soldier Boy, I want the best for you. All you young black men, I want the best for you. But you have to want the best for yourselves, okay? This whole exchange was goofy as hell. Dex, if you had a problem with what Soldier Boy said, it's a way to express that without threats of violence and guns. I would like for you young brothers to find other ways of communicating other than thumb-thugging, broadband-blooding, and cyber-cripping. And please, stop putting things on family members. Why is everybody always putting things on family members, on your son, on your mama, on your grandma? Everybody relax. If you guys don't think y'all can have civilized conversations, call an adult in the culture that can mediate these type of situations because I'm tired of seeing young black men online looking stupid. And it's not about who's right or who's wrong in this situation because y'all both look crazy. And this is a prime example of why you never argue with a fool because people from a distance can't tell who's who. Please give famous Dex the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Dex, I don't want no smoke. Don't be on the Instagram with your chopper talking about me later, okay? I'm just trying to give you a little game. You're next. The Breakfast Club. Checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Mm. Sparkle. What up? Welcome. Now, Sparkle, I have to say, when I first found out about the uh, Surviving R. Kelly docuseries, they had asked me to moderate a panel. Uh. The first thing I asked Lifetime, because this was before I came out, I said, <laughs> Sparkle in it? <laughs> And really? They say, they say, yeah, Sparkle is in the okay, docuseries. Dope. All right. Why'd you ask that, though? Well, because I knew you had ties to R. Kelly from back when you were his artist. Mm -hmm. And then I knew that it was your niece and you had testified in the trial. So I figured that would be some powerful testimony, somebody who was there firsthand. From the beginning. Yeah. Yep, you yep, know. Yep. yep. So let's I start from the it. beginning, Sparkle. How did you hook up with R. Kelly? Okay. As far as recording artists. Let's, st let's start there. Yeah, let's get let's that hooked up there. part right. Okay. Um, 89, in the studio, he was um, working on Billy Ocean at the time. Mm -hmm. And actually, a girlfriend introduced me. She and he were real cool. She wanted him to hear me sing. Mm -hmm. And then in 92, 
I was asked to come down to sing for him, and then I am the girl um, behind all the backgrounds on Aaliyah's first album. Mm-hmm. So I got to sing that, except for AJ Nothing But a Number. Because, you know, you yeah. When, yeah, when that came out, I was like, what's this song? I was like, this, this is not a song that we did, you know, but, you know, yeah. So I, at the time when you first met him, was there anything, did you see anything funny going on with R. Kelly with him? into young girls or did you know he was dating Aaliyah at the time? Did you know that they have a relationship? Did you see any of that when you were doing background vocals for R. Kelly? I ain't see not a thing. Look, I was working a job in 92 when he came and was like, you know, can you do this Do this for me? Do the backgrounds for me? I was working a nine to five. So I would, you know, leave the job, come to the studio, do my job there, you know, and I'm in the booth at the, you know, at the mic singing pretty much the whole time. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anything going on. But mind you, Barry is, Hankerson is right there. That's his Aaliyah's uncle. uncle, blood uncle. Her parents are there. Who's thinking to be looking for anything? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I wasn't thinking about anything outside that's going on. You know what I mean? So, no, I didn't see nothing and at all. Watching the docuseries, you see that he really did keep people separated. Oh, yeah. that That's, that's what he does. He doesn't like for you to fraternize with each other. Like, he had other artists, you know, other than, other than myself, although I'm the only one that came out. Um, he didn't want us talking to each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You that said you would try yeah, to speak that, to people and they wouldn't even yeah, respond. I was like, what's going on? I was like, that ain't me. I'm not that chick. I'm going to speak to you. We've seen Aaliyah's mother make a statement and mm-hmm. say that what people are saying happened didn't happen and that it's a lot of lies mm-hmm. in the docuseries. How do you respond to something like that? Well, I mean, I don't know her story. You know what I mean? your best friends actually said they, they actually seen it, if I remember. Yeah, right, on um, actually, she's an actual girl that I met while uh, working on Aaliyah's um, album. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even know her then. I met her there. Yeah. Now, for yourself, did R- was R. Kelly ever strange to you? Like, did he ever come on to you? You know, R- Robert, of course, he liked me. You know, he's a handsome guy. But I, you know, I didn't want to mix-match those lines, so to speak. You know what I mean? I'm there to do a job. Mm-hmm. I'm there to get my career on thereafter the Aaliyah situation you know from 92 to 96 I had no really real interaction with him at all so I don't know anything that was going on I didn't go on no tours with him Mm -hmm. you know I didn't do any of that but you know in 96 I was you know asked to come back and do some more backgrounds for him for him I thought and two songs in he was like yo he came in the booth yo we gonna work on your stuff now you know what I mean um and then after that working on my um working on my stuff then I introduced the family Right. So you never had a relationship with R. Kelly? No. That type of relationship? No. Mm-hmm. And we had a business, time, but me and Robert were real tight. We are really cool. Like, family. I thought so. Right. Right. You know. And at that time, the marriage to Aaliyah had happened, but you thought it was all a hoax. Yeah. Like, who, who, who's thinking a 15-year-old is going to marry? Like, your mama and daddy are there. Right. Your uncle is there. Who's even thinking that? Like, did you think that was real? Um, at the time, I remember before, at that time, before the, the internet, right before the up. license even uh, yeah. showed up. I remember no. at like, that time I did think it was fake. Yeah, come fake. on, and there was you a know? rumor, and they kind of played into it, like exactly they showed in the but, documentary. But Robert, but Robert does that, like even prior to you know my album coming out. You know we're we're at the McDonald's called Rock and Roll McDonald's in Chicago that we used to hang out at. He hung out at a lot. Um, Which I don't get it. That grown ass man hanging out yeah. McDonald's with high school kids. You know, and 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 these two girls came. Oh, R. Kelly, R. Kelly, R. Kelly. And then, then they stood back. Oh, is that your girlfriend? And he was like, Yeah, yeah. And I was like, tapped on. I was like, And don't mm-hmm. be saying that shit to them. I was right. like, I don't want nobody thinking that we like that, like that. You know what I mean? 
And he was like, no, 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 see, this will make them, you know, buy your records, you know, if, if I'm your, you know, if they think I'm your guy. Like you do a song, yeah. like, be careful, so, yeah. you put the video so out together, it's he, more he, interesting. Yeah, he, he does those type of things. So, you know, even with the Aaliyah thing. Mm-hmm. When, did, when did you realize that he was into young girls? I didn't realize that until the tape surfaced. Until and, you and, seen the tape? So, so the tape surfaced. So you had no clue, no, no idea what was going on until idea. that tape came out? Yeah. You know what? I wish I had of known before introducing my family. Like, I introduced my entire family. We're a musical family. Mm -hmm. And look, Robert had just got a situation with Interscope. He was taking me to Interscope. He was leaving the other um, artists on Jive. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he was going to need bodies. Mm -hmm. My family's a musical family. Let me see if I can put them in there. Get everybody Yeah, and, you know, let them be stars like he was about to make me. You know, so I introduced my niece, um, she, you know, my sister and my brother-in-law brought her down. I didn't just throw her She's to the wolves. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I, I introduced her correctly. Okay, so when you did put out your project, right, mm-hmm. which did well, mm-hmm. what happened after that? So Robert had, um, we were actually working on the second album. Woman's Threat, his song, mm-hmm. that's actually my song. Wow. So, yeah, I recorded three songs on my second album mm-hmm. um, before asking to be released from him. He finally, you know, let me go. Did, why did you ask to be released? Because it wasn't a good space with he and I no more. He was inserting himself in my personal life. Actually, before my before the first album came out, there was a big meeting because Robert said he was taking my deal away from me. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? So he did because I had a boyfriend and because I had told uh, this person that, you know, I was the only person going to Interscope. And he was pissed. Damn. So there was a big meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, Barry Hankerson... Robert, I brought my parents, and the meeting happened at the Hyatt out in, at the O'Hare um, Airport area in Chicago. The killer for me, and I should have took heed at that point, was he sat there and speaking to me and my parents, and he told my mom and my dad, your daughter's so fine, I d- off just looking at her. <gasps> I'm sorry. You said that to your dad? My mama and my dad. What? What, what, what did your mom and your daddy do? That my, is my, crazy. Yo, my daddy bucked his eyes and looked at me. And then when we left there, because still I was fuming at this point. I was like sinking like, just say this. I can't believe he said that. And on yeah. everything. And they didn't beat his ass and your family was there. I'm surprised. Why didn't they? I don't know. I think... Just a naiveness. Just a naiveness that? of That's... me in the business. This is my first out. Yeah. I don't know nothing. You know what I mean? We left out of there. I'm in the back seat of my parents' car. And my dad turns around. He's like, baby. I ain't gonna even say what he said. But I should have took heed. All right, we got more with Sparkle when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Sparkle in the building from Surviving R. Kelly. When you first seen the tape or heard about the tape, what did you do? What was your reaction? Because you never told us. Yeah, okay. So a lawyer con- lawyer called my home phone. I don't know how he got it, but he called me and he stated to me, um, there is a tape that possibly has one of your family members on it. Mm. And I would like for you to go to your sister and your brother-in-law and get them to um, acquire me as their lawyer. Um, so I can, you know, defend them in this tape. I was like, absolutely not, because I don't know that that's my family member on that mm-hmm. tape. Mm-hmm. So, okay. He said, I can send one of my associates over um, to show you. I was like, all right, you know, send them. I called my oldest brother. I was like, yo, they saying it's a tape with somebody on it. Um, come down here and view it with me. He was like, okay. 
I called them back. I was like, okay, me and my brother are going to view it here. I was like, no, no, no. Hold up, hold up. Only you can see it. So, you know, I was like, okay, bruh, don't come. I'm going to be okay. My, when I left the nest, my daddy hands me off with a banger. So I'm going to be good one way or the other. Gave you a gun. Your dad yeah. gave you a gun. Yes, he should, did. You should have used that gun when he said you know, off that, but, but that's uh, yeah. another situation. Yeah, okay. yeah. But, um, however, um, the guy comes. He shows me the tape. The first few seconds of it, I don't know if you all seen it, but I couldn't see any more of it. I said, shut it off. That, you know, that is her. Um, he calls the lawyer. The lawyer's like, okay, can, you know, we get your family to view view this, blah, 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 blah. I was like, let me check. Um, the guy leaves, call my family in an uproar, like, she's on the tape, da, 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 da. And you're not even thinking that your sister and brother-in-law are, know about this, or D- I don't thinking know. they're yeah. going to be so mad. Yep. So they yep. know about it already. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. I still don't know. You know what I mean? Because um, they're not talking to me. But anywho, um, yeah, that happens. I call the family. They say we want to view it. And then maybe an hour or 30 to an hour uh, later, 30 minutes to an hour later, everybody's like, no, we don't want to see it. Uh-uh. Tell them stop. Don't come. I'm like, what the is going on? You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, Robert done got to him. Now, I was I was thinking about this, right? And, and I, I've been thinking about this hard. As a father, you know, there's no amount of money you could pay, pay for my daughter. Mm-hmm. But then I had to think about it like this, you know. The one good thing about her not coming out is nobody knows who's, who she is. Exactly. She can live her life now. Yeah. You know what I mean? She can walk there, She can walk in here right now and we wouldn't know who she mm-hmm. was because we don't necessarily know. She never testified. Her mm-hmm. name is not out there. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But if she would have testified mm-hmm. and if she would have took that stand, mm-hmm. her face would be plastered everywhere. Yeah. And... Not that her life is well, a Well, I don't know. Would they show a, a minor's face? You would have her name. They would like definitely that? get that, her name and everything from the I don't think records. they can put her name out. They He's, didn't, but until now. And the, and the other issue is, aren't they still, like, cool with R. Kelly? I've heard rumblings, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's the last time you spoke to your sister? Uh, The last time I spoke to her was probably right after my mom had passed. Have y'all spoke about the tape at all after it came out? Have you had a conversation? She, they don't want to have that conversation with me. Mm-hmm. No. They you don't want to ask at all? No, they don't want to have that conversation with what me. What about with your niece? I've, I've asked, but they don't want to have that conversation with me. I still treat her with kid gloves mm-hmm. because she was so young then. I don't know her. She's I don't know She's been through a lot. what she would do. You know what I mean? So I really treat her with kid gloves. And But I told her when we did come back in good graces, I was estranged for 10 years from my family mm-hmm. behind this. Um, for speaking up and speaking out, telling the truth, mm-hmm. you know, and and in, in 2011, my parents' 50th anniversary, we did a big to do for them, and that's how we came back together. Now that this has come back up, um, we back where we were again. Right. You know what I mean? Not speaking and what have you, but she's beautiful on the outside. But, she, but, but I know is she okay. She's she's, be hurting. I don't. She, I know she's screaming on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know that she's gotten any help or anything like that. Now, you've said that there were a lot of things that weren't in the documentary oh, yeah. that you wish would have been in there and things that you said. Like, what are some of those things? So, yeah, just the fact that people are thinking that I just threw my niece out there. No. They're I, blaming I, you. I, yeah, I introduced a lot of my people family. Are blaming Why y'all deflecting? Like, come on, members. y'all. They're saying, I did nothing. I definitely blame you, too. You this know why? keeps coming to me. Because in the docuseries, it doesn't necessarily explain well enough what exactly. happened. It makes it seem like... Everybody heard what was going on with R. Kelly, mm-hmm. and you still introduced well, your no, niece. Well, no, she did say she like. did say that um, you know Barry Hankerson was there with yeah. Aaliyah. She didn't think that whole thing was real. The marriage is real. She thought it was a hoax. All of that was left out. Right. You know what I mean? So 
I sat in that hot seat for four and a half to five hours. It's a six-hour documentary. They can't put me all through there. Right. So some stuff is going to have to, you know, land on the cutting room floor. So, yeah. And people going, you know, think what they're going to think mm -hmm. because of them not putting everything in there. I called my sister when I saw her down there by herself, when I asked, you know, what you doing here by yourself? And 30 to an hour later, my brother-in-law shows up. So never left my niece in no studio by herself and never would. Right. You still live in Chicago? I do. Have you ran into R. Kelly or seen him? Because I've seen him running around. Have you bumped into each other at all? Uh, one time, maybe three years or so ago, he came in a restaurant um, that a, a friend of, of ours owned at the time. And... He was. He looked scared, like I was gonna jump him or something. But no, mm -hmm. I ain't got. I ain't got nothing to say to the dude. Now a lot of the women say that they've been getting threats. Oh yeah. And on their lives, like, have you been threatened since all this happened? Has anyone threatened you? Not, you know, on social media. You right. did, you like, need to do this. You, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. No, but um, no credible threats. I, I ain't worried about them. You know, God got me. I ain't tripping on them. But yeah, I don't understand why they threaten everybody else. Don't threaten that nigga. I mean, right. I, he, he's the one doing it. Like, but I mean, on, even the people, people within With his R. circle, Kelly, like yeah. his, former, yeah. his former manager making threats. Everybody you know, in his camp Lisa probably Van making Allen. threats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I don't understand that whole thing. Like, are y'all willing to go down in flames for dude behind this? Like, these are young girls, you know? And, and even still, even with my niece, you know, all them people were around and seeing all this stuff. Like... Y'all, I'm I'm holding y'all accountable too because as an adult, y'all should have said something. You know what I mean? She's a kid, 14 years old. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. And I know they were very clear on the documentary with all the women how separated everybody was. Mm -hmm. And you even said no one could speak to you. Yeah. And you would try to speak, and it was and even with his his ex wife. Yeah. You know, oh, want to clear that up too? Mm -hmm. Um, when you when you um see the piece in there of her knocking on the, on the, her bedroom door to come out to grab something to eat. And I'm there um, with Robert and some other people. And I'm hearing the knock. He ain't, you know, responding to it. I'm like, somebody knocking. And I'm so like, she was in the room and in she was her knocking bedroom. to get out. Was yes. the door locked and he had to unlock it? No, or? no, it wasn't locked. Mm -hmm. She just, she just had permission, permission to come. And I was, when, she, when he said, yeah, and come on, I'm like, you a piece of work. How dare you? How dare you? And he just, <laughs> I'm like, that's funny. It ain't funny. All right, we got more with Sparkle. When we come back, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Sparkle in the building from Surviving R. Kelly. Yee? Now, as far as the other women who are the survivors, have That's you crazy. forged any relationships with any of them? I've not met any of them. The mm -hmm. only person I do know is Javante. Okay. Yeah. And, I, of course, I know Drea, you know, but... I, she wasn't around. He, she couldn't come out and play. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I, and I'm actually surprised of her voice. I, she never really spoke. Now, even with the um, watching the ex-wife and her releasing, like even the videos of her dancing to his music and bopping to his music and, and defending him, how does that make you feel after seeing some of the stuff that he's done to your niece and these other girls? Was that recent or was those old? Even if it was two years ago, yeah. I, mean, it's, I, it's still I, been a, I think I mean, it's in bad taste. I, I don't think she should have. You know, but. We also can't say how people deal with yeah, the trauma in their lives. Yeah, like she I don't does know. Have mm -hmm. kids she has kids with him. It could exactly. be a coping mechanism. Yep. 
Most for definitely. her because a lot of the women did feel like they had to protect him mm-hmm. for a certain period of time. So it could be, you know, they have kids together. Who knows? Yeah. People mad at you for releasing a record, too. Or, or the, we are ready. Yeah, Lord, yeah. don't talk about that record, child. They going to be trying they, they to. Were, she just doing that. Because, that's, what y'all want me to do? do come you out. You released come, it two weeks come later, out, maybe. Yo, but you released it the day look, of the documentary. Come out doing a twerk um, song. And you would say something about that. The song actually relates very well to it, what was going on. Exactly. People were mad Look, at you for that one. 2017, I started working on my new EP that's coming out this um, year, right? Mm-hmm. And I have I have three songs in in the can, and and was gonna release one of those. This didn't come to me until March, February, March, late late February, early March. Mm-hmm. Dream Hanton reached out to me. I, I didn't agree to do it. I said, absolutely not. I don't want to do anything with that because I didn't want to dredge that back up for me nor my family. Right. Mm-hmm. This stuff keeps coming to me. I ain't chasing it. Right. I ain't ever chasing it. From t- 2001, me me calling the, uh, the authorities on, you know, for from the phone calls. You and then me And then me um, seeing the tape and, and telling the authorities. I've been at it from day one. Mm-hmm. I don't know why y'all mad at me. Be mad at the person. Be mad at the culprit. Don't be mad at me. Now, Crazy. do you think that... Um, and the the song, Envy, it speaks to the time. Right, it's about... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking to the time. The Me Too time. The time's up time. How so did, if y'all mad at that, whatever. How did that affect your career? Just at the time when all of this was going on, you called the authorities, you know, and R. Kelly was still putting out music, as we saw, like Ignition, Chocolate mm-hmm. Factory... All of that coming out, you know, after and during the trial. Mm-hmm. How did that end up affecting you? Because he was a powerful man yeah. in the industry, and you were at one point signed to him. Mm-hmm. So, what did that do to your career? Well, I mean, as you see, I, I, you know, I stopped music to go get my family back. And yeah, I'm he. I'm sure he pulled some strings to facilitate some some things of of me not doing certain things. But check this out: a woman came and rescued me. Um, you know, I along with a few people in my family, you know, my my uh my partner, um he and his family and then the Braxtons. Tony said, "Come out here. I'll help you eat. You know, you can eat." And I went to Vegas. I moved to Vegas for 3 years and and did her show on the strip for 3 years. Was she so, the back, background singer? Yeah, I was, mm-hmm. and she gave me a little shine in in her show. So yeah, I, I so appreciate them because mm-hmm. at that point I had no family. You know, mm-hmm. only one brother um was talking to me, it's six of us, you know what I mean? So Is that the one that testified and said she wasn't on the tape? No, oh, not the older brother. Oh. The mid, I call him the middle brother, okay. my my favorite brother. What do you think should happen? Do you think he should go to jail? Look, yeah, I said I said this in the doc, which which they didn't show. I feel like he should get help, then take his ass to jail. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, help I, in jail. I think. Well, yeah. I think well, I don't know. I don't know if he gonna he gonna get some help, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. but I don't I, know if it's gonna I, be the right I, help. I think, I think what he did to those young girls, yeah, I think, should happen to him in jail. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's mad you know, crazy. Even though people say, "Well, it's this," no, he affected these young girls forever. He's a, he affected them and and their family. And you see, it's two two girls still with him, and it could be more. You know what I mean? You know, they, we got to get them. You know what's really mm-hmm. awful is that people are like, well, we all in our community have seen that happening. The older guys coming to the school yeah. to pick up the young girls. It's still which, not is, okay. which is true, it but it's right. not okay. It's still not okay. Right. It's true, but it's not okay. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. Right. We got some uncles, some 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 daddies, some granddaddies still are doing this crap to to us. 
So yeah, we need to handle this. Now let's talk about the Dave Chappelle sketch. Yeah. Um, the song, the piss on you song, because everybody's been talking about that lately and how no one thought about the victim who yep. was on the tape and how that would affect her. How did you feel? I about didn't find that? it funny. Mm-hmm. I love him, but I didn't mm-hmm. find that, that one particular funny. Sketch, Something that is personal. Yeah. Yes. Do we yeah. know who released the sex tape? Because at one time they said it was a manager because they were having problems. Mm-hmm. And then one time they said it was an ex-artist. Do we mm-hmm. ever know who released that sex tape? <laughs> Actually, one of the guys downstairs just said that they said, I, I'm i the one released the tape. Somebody I said that, that to you? Yeah. I'm like, I ain't got no power to release no tape. Wait, what? And, wait, are people y'all crazy? The and say, hey, Sparky, you yeah. released that sex tape? That's crazy. I'm like, <laughs> I kick my own ass if I didn't. Like, come on. That's my knees mm-hmm. i really your... don't know and they need thanks kick for that too absolutely and who was the that's, dude that's that's who... a young girl on the tape like come on y'all how yep. did you feel when you watched the docuseries did you get to see it before <sighs> My... it came out no or did you i saw it with all of y'all did you see it before i, saw I know you two, did i saw the first two okay. episodes before yo it was just heavy like the first day i was pissed second day i'm crying profusely because i'm hearing all this stuff about my niece Third day, I was just numb. I was just like, I'm drained from this. This is crazy. Like, who is this person? I don't even know him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If he manipulating young girls and and these older women too, older you know what I mean? Too, yeah. And he manipulating the. I'm sorry, the, the men who are <laughs> around him now, mm-hmm. and they don't even know it. They blinded for the money. Oh my god. They blinded. For it ain't. It ain't that. Money ain't the, that. Did you see the video of him uh, out? On his birthday in the club, and the yes. girl saying, "Somebody sent me. take me, take me." Oh, I didn't hear that, but I heard about that. I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. hear it on the tape. Mm-hmm. Take, take her, rape I guess her, they, they, or some crap. T- that is uh, crazy. Taping, yeah. How did Dude. that make you feel? It's like he, it almost seems like he feels like he's untouchable. He, he goes that's out, how, he's chilling. You see it. That's how he's feeling. And it's good they we, had psychologists we, on there yeah. to actually break down the mind of somebody like him, yes. as they call it, hiding in but plain sight. But we've allowed him to feel that way because we ain't done nothing. People still nobody believed me. Back when? Nope. Look look where we at now. Look at where we at now. And I this think... stuff keeps coming at me. I ain't chasing it. So what's next for Sparkle? <laughs> what's, what's Sparkle doing now? What's Do we even talk this? about it? Because yeah, these people are going to be like, why is she up there talking about it? Listen, at I'm the end a, of the day, I'm a singer. You're a singer. You're supposed what to stop singing. I, y'all, <laughs> I haven't been out since, what, 2001? I did bring a, a joint I call So Bad in 2012 just to test the waters. It wasn't for sale, y'all, mm-hmm. okay? But, you know... I'm a singer. This is what mm-hmm. I do. This is my livelihood. So, yeah, I have an EP coming out spring, <laughs> summer. Um, She's like, I don't even want to talk right. about it. I'm like, like, I don't want people to talk about it. <laughs> um, and some other little things that I'm, you know, in the works, and I'll let y'all know well, about that. Well, introduce the single right now. Okay. Uh, my new joint. We are ready, y'all. Mm-hmm. I hope y'all enjoy Listen to the lyrics. It's All right. a, you know, yeah, listen to the lyrics. All right. Well, it's The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. It's Sparkle. Thank, Thank you for joining you. us. Thank you. Thank you. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. We got the number one album in the country. Number one album in the country. A Boogie. Yeah. What's up, sir? Same old, same old. What's going on? Album out right now. You got a little daddy's crest on your face today, this morning. <laughs> yeah, man. my daughter getting me mad right now. <laughs> How old Why? is she? <laughs> He's trying to make her not cry. Yeah. How old is she? She about to turn two on Valentine's Day. Why she got you mad? Cause she crying? It's a whole lot. I don't even want to talk about it. Right She's bombing. She's, She's only two. <laughs> I got a, a three-month-old at home and a three-year-old She's at like home. a grown little baby. She knows what she's doing. 
I understand the feeling, my brother, but they don't know no better. They just kids, man. Nah, but it's man. a celebration <laughs> for you having a number one album. That's huge. Uh, yeah, I went to the club last night. Went wild. Shout out to Speaking. Nah, that's my like. I get I get motivated from things. I just started working harder after I just went number one. I went to the studio too. Went crazy again. And recorded another song just to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. I love doing that recording. So why not? It seems like you love being in the studio, but all the extra stuff that you have to do, you're not that into. Like yeah. interviews. Or like even being in, <laughs> even being in the club. I ain't got lost with a guy, baby. Interviews. I hate these shit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but this is something that I, I, I love to come in. You don't got to lie. And I love you to come yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every once in a while. That's why I told the label, too. I told him, man, don't make me no interviews. I'm just going to let me share the music and show them through the for me videos. But when it comes to shit like this, you already know Breakfast Club on top. I'm doing this. I'm not doing no more, no more little interviews. That's not. I ain't doing no more bull basically. But your generation is different because y'all got social media, so like y'all talk directly to yeah, your fans all the time. Yeah, you know I don't. Man? I don't really use social media in that way though. I, I I chat with my fans. I made a little chat, and it's like a group called Hoodie Gang. This is all my fans right here called Hoodie Gang. Shout out to them too. It's like. My, my core fan base, I feel like, and they talking to me and telling me what to do, basically. And I'm asking them questions and mm -hmm. asking me questions and I'm getting involved for them. And they leading me, basically. Like, they guiding me into my direction that I want to go to. And it's working because you got the number one album in the country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interviews are fun when things are going well, too. Yeah. Like, you yeah. ain't got nothing negative to, you know, deal with. And Yeah, you know me, man. I'm not going to... You ask me some stupid <laughs> shit, I'm not going to say nothing to you. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You told Billboard that you felt like you were in a midlife crisis at the age of 22. Why? It's a lot. At once, it's a lot. Coming up, like, from nothing, looking for motherfucker to come up, trying to hustle, 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 come up. It's a lot looking, thinking. Like, when I was young, I always stole one million, two million. It's a lot of money. But then when you got to pay taxes, half of that, 40%, 30%, and you... <laughs> Tell me about and it. And you looking back like, damn. And you got to pay managers, and, and you got to mm -hmm. pay agents. And you keeping and you up with your money. lifestyle. You buying flops, you buying cars, you buying houses, you take care of your family, your family, everybody around you. And it's like, damn, you got to keep up with this shit. Then you realize, oh, shit, I need another motherfucking income. And that's the type of time I'm on right now. I'm like, nah, I can't. I can't just do this music money. This ain't enough. <laughs> this is a lifestyle I'm trying to keep up with. So I got this, 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 this in the pocket. Like, what else? You Everything you already know what I'm talking about, man. Like regular, so like real estate, mm -hmm. starting off because that's you gotta, you gotta like, you gotta have one go at a time. I feel like you can't just be everywhere, or you are gonna just focus. Yeah, you are gonna be frustrated. As like for me, I feel like if I if I focus on one thing at a time, I'm gonna knock all my goals out. Like six months, boom, I'm do this. Six months, boom, I'm doing this. And don't don't make, don't try to make it short term, make it long term. Right. And then I'm sure everybody in the Bronx leaning on you. For yeah. money, like yo, hey Boogie, I know you got nah, it. Nah, nah, I like to, I like to say no. I like to say no. The, the best word you can learn when you get that, uh, you get yeah. the mems. You get about the hood. A lot of people say, ah, oh, you change, you change, you left the hood. I changed because I left the hood, man. I don't want to live there. I'm famous now, and I don't want everybody coming up to my house, and my building. It's just a whole. And you go good. back to the that's hood all the time. Yeah. I seen you um giving money away and everything. Yeah, I go back to the hood all the time, but that's still like same thing with everything, man. You never know. That's why I say I don't trust nobody because you really never know. Are you in and out the hood? You don't just sit on the hood anymore. Nah, I'm not stupid. Mm. I'm not going to stand on the corner. At one time, <laughs> you, you, you love the hood. You love going back home. Yeah, that's when I was like just getting into that. Let me just breaking through. Mm -hmm. That's why I said 
and I got a, I got a new song. I was saying something like that. Like I'm still kind of attached to the streets, but um, I'm done with that. Shit. Mm. I mean, I got a family now. I got a I got a whole career. I never knew I would have this much money. Why would I want to lose all, all this money for some stupid shit? Now, I remember seeing you perform at the Garden super early on, like opening up for Drake. Yeah, shout out to Jersey. Yeah. On that huge stage. What what was that experience like, and what's the difference between then and now, like the process? Well, I was like a kid. Been? I felt like a kid still back then. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how I felt like. I looked up to Drake. You know, I still look up to him. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to keep it a buck, but like, so then it was different because <laughs> he was talking crazy. He said Drake learned from him. <laughs> You agreed with Everybody him. learned from um, Soulja Boy. That's crazy. See? Everybody. <laughs> no, I, I be wanting to know. Is that true? Like, cause you, I, nah, I f*** with you, bro. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I kind of feel that way, but I don't know how it affected your generation. You know what I'm saying? Like, your generation is like... Now, you know one thing I could say, though, about Soulja Boy, though? In the beginning with that, that you say Soulja Boy, he, like, he changed the internet with yes, that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I respect that right there. That. I remember last year, you said 6ix9ine was the king of New York. And you see, He was... You, when I said that... I said that like in in a respectful way because of his numbers and me and him have different lanes though. Like I, you always gotta look at it like that too. I mean, like, I'm not I'm not a gimmick person and I'm a more of a really a music person side. Like, yeah, the introvert. He's the yeah outlandish extrovert. Yeah, so he the he the wild boy. That's like that's like my partner in crime right there. To be honest, to be like to be straight, that's my partner in crime. Like any anything we do, it's going. Anything we do. Did you think that he would end up in the situation he's in? Man, I don't know, man. But, what a free that man. Man. Have you been keeping in contact with him? I ain't get to yet. Mm -hmm. But me and him, um, me and him got another song coming on. Bye. We appreciate you for joining us. The album is right now. Number one one in the country. Mm -hmm. Thank you for stopping through. Let's go. All right, it's A Boogie. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Huh? Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now it's time for a positive note. Yes, my positive note comes from my daily stoic book. You know what I'm saying? My man Ryan Holiday. I read this when I was on vacation. This was actually my daily affirmation for January 4th, but I wrote this down because I want to carry this with me all the time because he said that the most essential parts of stoic philosophy worth carrying with you every day are these three things, and he calls them the big three. One is control your perceptions. Number two is direct your actions properly. And number three, be willing to accept what's outside your control. That's all we can do, and that's all we need to do. Perception, action, will. Remember those three critical disciplines, and they'll help you in life. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?